0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Gate of Heaven video diary, and I hope you're all enjoying the new song, Forgiveness. It just came out yesterday. Uh, If you haven't heard it yet, it's in the link below this video. And this song was released uh, at this very touching... Moment in our journey through the Dawnbreakers when Ali Khan, the the, the domineering warden of the prison of Maku, had uh, had 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 gone through this this hundred and eighty degree transformation in his attitude towards the Bab, and he had opened up the doors of the prison, and he, he's now welcoming the followers of the Bab who have who who are arriving in droves into the prison as as his honored guests, so that they can visit with the Bab, and he's tending to their needs, and he really becomes one of the most loyal devotees of the bab and really what what happened to the to the town of Mak'u was was kind of a, a reflection of what had happened in ali khan's heart this this cold stone uh, bleak fortress was transformed into this this haven of hospitality and goodwill uh, under the care of ali khan and so One night, Ali Khan has a dream, which is recorded in the Dawnbreaker, so I'd I'd love to share this with you. He says, In my sleep, I was startled by the sudden intelligence that Muhammad, the prophet of God, was soon to arrive at Maku, that he was to proceed directly to the castle in order to visit the Bab. In my dream, I ran out to meet him, eager to extend to so holy a visitor the expression of my humble welcome. In a state of indescribable gladness, I hastened on foot in the direction of the river, and as I reached the bridge, I saw two men advancing towards me. I thought one of them to be the prophet himself, while the other who walked behind him I supposed to be one of his distinguished companions. I hastened to throw myself at his feet, and was bending to kiss the hem of his robe when I suddenly awoke. A great joy had flooded my soul, I felt as if paradise itself, with all its delights, had been crowded into my heart. So Ali Khan is convinced that this dream is some kind of premonition, and so he puts on his finest clothes and he runs out of the castle to the river and he stands at the bridge where he stood in his dream and lo and behold on the horizon he sees two figures approaching Maku, just as he had seen in his dream and these two figures come closer and closer and closer and of course it's not the prophet Muhammad it's Mullah Hussein the Bab's first disciple the first letter of the living who has traveled across Iran along with a companion to be reunited with the Báb in Maqoo. And Ali Khan welcomes Mullah Hussein into the prison as his guest of honor. And Mullah Hussein then spends some time with the Báb, acquainting himself with the latest writings and teachings of the Báb. And this period of the Báb's imprisonment in Maqoo is is in fact possibly the, the, the most important period of the Bab's creativity. While he's in Maku, this this river of inspiration is just flowing out of him. These divine verses are just ceaselessly pouring out of him. And while in Maku, the Bab writes the most important book of his his revelation, a book called the Bayan, which means the exposition, or I've sometimes seen it translated simply as the expression. And the the Bayan really becomes, so central to the Bab's message that it becomes known as the mother book of the Bab's revelation. And in the Bayan, the Bab lays out the foundations of his faith. He 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 lays out uh, new principles to live by. He lays out a whole new worldview. Uh, he lays out new laws to, to govern society. And he actually presents this whole vision of the future of the world. Uh, in fact, uh, a very striking comment was made by by someone at the time, by an English professor, Professor E.G. Brown, who was a a professor of Oriental Studies at Cambridge University, who was a contemporary of the Báb, and he had actually travelled to Iran to conduct a kind of academic study of the Báb's religion as it was unfolding. So he was there on the ground as this was happening, and he made this, this comment. He said, Whatever its actual destiny may be, the Babi, Baha'i faith is of that stuff whereof world religions are made. But despite the the, uh, expansive vision that the Bab has has presented in the Bayan and in his other writings, he he continues to to imply that, that his own religion will in fact very short-lived and that many of his teachings and laws will never in fact be implemented. And he continually uh, tells his followers that the whole purpose of the Bayan and of the Bab's entire message is in fact to prepare the way for the coming of that great figure that he has promised will come soon after him, that one for whom all of the world's religions, have been waiting the one who will who will bring into reality those ancient promises that 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 the bible spoke about when it when it when it speaks of 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 that time when when the people of the world will will beat their swords into plowshares and and will study war no more and the bab refers to this this person who is to come as him whom god will make manifest and he makes some comments about about him, which I'll share with you. He says, the germ that holds within itself, the potentialities of the revelation that is to come, is endowed with a potency superior to the combined forces of all those who follow me. Of all the tributes I have paid to him who is to come after me, the greatest is this, my written confession, that no words of mine can adequately describe him, nor can any reference to him in my book, the Bayan, do justice to his cause. Now what the Bab is doing essentially with the Bayan and with all of his writings is he is, he is guiding people away from a materialistic outlook, and towards a spiritual outlook and he's teaching them that only by cultivating certain spiritual qualities in their lives, by by developing a sense of justice, a sense of uh, truthfulness, a sense of generosity and integrity and humility, only by developing these qualities within themselves will they be enabled to perceive the greatness of him whom God will make manifest when he appears. He, he's, he's, he's telling people that, that they will know him, not by their outward eyes, but by the eye of their heart. Now you might remember that way back when the Bob was initially gathering together his 18 letters of the living, He entrusted Mullah Hussein with a special mission to go to Tehran and to find a hidden treasure in that city. And uh, through a series of serendipitous events, Mullah Hussein had had met that young student, Muhammad Mualim, who had had delivered on behalf of Mullah Hussein some of the writings of the Bab into the hands of Bahá'u'lláh. And Bahá'u'lláh had immediately embraced the báb's message and had become really one of its greatest champions. And Mullah Hussein knew, even though he didn't really know why, he knew that in this person of Bahá'u'lláh, he had found this secret treasure that the báb wanted him to find. And now, in Maku, the báb entrusts Mullah Hussein with another mission. He tells Mullah Hussein that a great task lies ahead of him, uh, the nature of which will be revealed to him in time. And in order to fulfill this task, he needs to, to find another treasure, which he says is hidden in the province of Mazandaran. He says to Mullah Hussein, proceed to Mazandaran, where God's hidden treasure will be made manifest to you. The nature of your task will, in that place, be revealed to you, and strength and guidance will be bestowed upon you. You are destined to exhibit such courage, such skill and heroism, as shall eclipse the mightiest deeds of the heroes of old. You will be called upon to perform deeds so great as will dwarf the mightiest achievements of the past. And so Mullah Hussein prepares to depart from Maku with something of a heavy heart because he understands uh, something of the nature of the task that lies ahead of him and and he realises from the Bab's words that this is in fact their last goodbye. He says, from his words I gathered that I should, have, should eventually be called upon to sacrifice my unworthy self in his path. For on previous occasions, whenever dismissing me from his presence, the Báb would invariably assure me that I should again be summoned to meet him. This time, however, as he spoke to me his parting words, he gave me no such promise, nor did he allude to the possibility of my ever meeting him again face to face, in this world. The feast of sacrifice where his last words to me is fast approaching. Arise and gird up the loin of endeavour and let nothing detain you from achieving your destiny. And so with that Mullah Hussein says goodbye to the Bab. For the last time, and he sets out to find this other treasure hidden in Mazandaran. And so, in the next video, we will follow Mullah Hussein on his continued treasure hunt to find these treasures of the Bab around Iran. So. I would be really grateful if you would give this video a like and share it and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, if you'd like to support my work, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash luke And uh, I will see you in the next video. Thanks for watching. Bye.